Hey, everybody, welcome to episode number 24 of the Debt Free Dad podcast. So I want to share a quote with you. When you stop chasing the wrong things, you give the right things a chance to catch you. Now, everybody grows tired of chasing. And think about this. When you were a kid and you played tag, there were days that you just couldn't tag anyone and you grew exhausted, especially me because I grew up with asthma. (laughs) But you're chasing all the kids and what happens? You give up. And we see the same things happening today with way too many people. And in fact, we used to be those same people at one point in our lives. So today we're going to be discussing the idea of success and how that can impact your overall financial life. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Debt-Free Dad Podcast, where we're helping normal, everyday people learn how to save money and kick debt so they can live a happier and stress-free life. Now here's your host, Debt-Free Dad, Brad Nelson. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to today's show. You can find me on Facebook, Pinterest, YouTube, and Instagram. Just search Brad Nelson, Debt-Free Dad, and we would love to connect with you. So today we're talking all about this idea of success and hopefully getting you to the point where it prevents you from chasing after what somebody else makes you think success really is. And there's an awesome quote here by Tony Robbins that we want to share. It's, success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure. And that is such a great quote. I know me personally, before I really started taking this financial stuff seriously, uh, I'd put my heart and soul into the sign industry. That's what I loved to do. Uh, I was a very creative person, went to school for graphic design, and I enjoyed the industry. I enjoyed the business. But when I kind of reached the ceiling of where I was at, and ultimately what you can do in the sign business, I was kind of like, eh, this is it. Like, <laughs> I thought there'd be way more than this. And I really began to realize that what I was chasing after wasn't really what I wanted. So your finances are going to play a big role in that. And guys, we want to kind of talk a little bit about this. And, and you guys can share a little bit about your story and what you guys thought success was. But I know when I was... Uh, maybe a teenager, even an early adult, you know, for me, success was, you know, making a good income as much money as I could and having a bunch of nice stuff and, and a house. That's ultimately what my idea of success looked like. And the same thing when it came to my career, I, I finally accumulated all of that at a very young age and I still was empty. And what happened is I went further into debt to try to, you know, appease all those wants and all the things that I wanted, thinking that was going to fix everything. And and it just didn't. And it wasn't until I really determined what success looked like in my life that things really started to change when I started working on my finances. I mean, I I was a child of the 80s. So if you kind of, if you kind of grew up in that time, it was kind of like the decade of excess. You know what I mean? It was like big houses, fancy cars, you know, it was all this stuff. And I think kind of through that, it kind of molded a mindset of that. Like when I went on to kind of more an adult life that it was to kind of acquire things and stuff. And it was to have a big house and nice cars and take nice vacations. And it was all about the things that you would have and kind of, I guess that Tony Robbins quote success without for fulfillment. And I guess I look at it as like that worldly success, you know, what, what the world says success. I mean, you go on Pinterest right now and you'll see those quotes of here's 
15 things successful people do before breakfast. Um, I don't do some of those things. I mean, <laughs> but I'm, and, and so you, it's always this drive of, I was never felt successful because everyone always pointing at you. Like if you're not doing these things, you're not successful. You're not successful. And so, yeah, same thing. I mean, it, it just took a long time for me to kind of take a step back from all that and try to learn from that. Um, and, you know, I went into tons of debt trying to do the worldly view of success. And that didn't work out so well. That led to a life of a lot of unfulfillment and disappointment and frustration. Yeah, I think a lot of um, success for me was that, that, like you said, Ryan, that society standard, right? Go to college, do you know, get a good job. So I went to college with no real plan. I was like, oh, I'll take business because it can't hurt. Like I, <laughs> I didn't have a real plan. I just knew that that was the next step. I had to go to college. I accumulated a ton of debt. And then um, I got a job and it never did feel like I was where I wanted to be. Um, and then you're, you're just earning more money and you got to get to the next step with that job and earn a little bit more money just to keep up with all the stuff your friends are doing. I couldn't agree more, obviously, with what you said too, Ryan, with all these. And, and, and again, we're kind of in the self-development field, helping people improve their personal finances and, and teaching them some of these basic concepts and things. But yeah, when you read a lot of these books or go to conferences and, and listen to speakers and, you know, and, and sometimes you can get caught in this. If I don't do it exactly like everybody else says I'm going to do it, I'm not going to be who I think I could be or, or who I want to be. It's just not going to work. And that's not really always the case. In fact, the first thing that you should do, we're going to be sharing some tips here. And the first one we're going to share is uh, spending some time on yourself. And this is why I think I'm glad Brian kind of put this as the first one, because I think it's where you need to start. Uh, I think once you start here, once you start spending time on yourself and once you determine what success looks like to you and what you really want out of life, then once you start learning from these other quote unquote experts, you can start taking and picking and choosing some of the things that they're teaching and implement those things into your life. And that's going to help you reach your idea of what success looks like. But to, to say that you've got to do it exactly like everybody else, that's not exactly the case. I mean, you can have success by picking and choosing and doing other things. There's no question about it. I think that's the big key for me is it, it just took a while for me to realize I had no idea what I wanted. A lot like what Amber said. Um, I kind of just wanted what society told me I wanted. And so it really wasn't until I stopped and I guess maybe you get a little older and wiser and I just stopped really caring what anybody else thought of me. And I just started saying, what do I want? What do, what do we want as a family? What do I want for my kids? That it really became like, then I don't really care what you think about the car I drive because it doesn't matter because I'm at peace with myself. This has probably been one of the biggest things that I did in, in just really finding the real reason on why I wanted to get out of debt was really just taking time and some and figuring out what it is that I really wanted. Uh, I know I tell people a lot, you know, I'm a big morning person. That's when I get up. But when I was working a regular full-time job, some people always use the excuse, well, I don't have time to work on some of this stuff. And neither did I. I was working a lot of hours. So I would get up sometimes between three and four o'clock in the morning so I could spend a couple hours every day working on some of this stuff. Now, was I exhausted? Yes, I'm still exhausted today. <laughs> it's a lot of work running your own business, right? You don't get a lot of sleep. But when you're passionate about what you do and you're passionate about finding what you want to do, you're willing to sacrifice in some of those areas. So for me, getting up and really spending some time and thinking about some of these things about, hey, 
what like Ryan said, what do you want for your kids? What do you want for your relationship? What is what is some of these things? How do some of these things matter? Retirement. Where do you want to work? I mean, just all of and and you can kind of see some of these some of these categories we're bringing up. They all relate back to your money and your personal finances. So they all kind of have to gel together. Yeah, I think Ryan said it best when he's like, I don't care what people see what I drive. That doesn't bother me anymore because success now to me is less of what people see on the outside. And it's more of my peace of mind of knowing that we're financially stable, we're secure, we're it's we're stress free and we have a plan for the future. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, we live a completely... I try not to talk about our lifestyle too much because it's so different than most people and how they live. <laughs> I mean, both me and my wife, we work from home. We run our businesses from home. And this was before, you know, the whole COVID-19 thing and social distancing. Like, we've been doing this for years. And we spend the majority of our time with our kids. We control our own schedule. And for us, during the summer months, there's some weeks that we don't work 40 hours a week. We'll work less because we want to spend more time doing fun things. But in the wintertime, we'll crank up those hours and put in 50, 60 hour work weeks. But having the freedom and flexibility to do that uh, has been absolutely amazing. And this stuff didn't happen on accident. You know, Sarah and I sat down and said, what kind of a life do we want to live? And we wanted one that we were in 100% control of our time and in our money. Yeah. And I, I think too, you know, and I think that's why it's so important to spend, I mean, spending time on yourself. And a lot of people look at this and this is like all touchy feely and I got to get in touch with my emotions and all this stuff. And I am not an emotional person. I'll be the first one that used to like shrug this off. Um, but you really do kind of have to take a step back and figure out, especially when it comes to your personal finances, why do you do what you do? You know, why do you have the house you have? Do you, I mean, is it really, really truly at, at your heart the house you want or the car you want or the clothes you have or whatever it is, is, is all that stuff representative of you or is it representative of what you want others to think of you? And I think that's the big thing that was a realization for me as I was striving to get approval from other people and I wasn't living for myself. Uh, the next tip we want to share is you got to realize that success is different for all of us. And this is one that I work with a lot of uh, business owners, people who own their own direct sales businesses and I see a lot of people falling into this trap of, uh, well, I just need to make money. And I'll ask them a question, well, well, why? Well, that's because I want to make as much money as I can. Why? And a lot of people don't have an answer for that. It's because, like we've talked about, it's what society has told them or it's what other people want or what they've heard from other people. And that's why you got to take time and realize that success is going to be different for everybody. You've got to determine what your success is. For instance, you know, the lifestyle that I live versus the lifestyle that, say, Ryan or Amber live is going to have a different price tag on it. So none of us are wrong in what it's going to cost us to live the life that we want. You know, you can't look at somebody else and say, oh, they have the nice house. They have the nice cars. They've got they go on the nice vacations all the time. That's what success looks like. Well, maybe to them, but it doesn't have to look like that to you. This is tough in the world we live in with the social, you know, with social media, especially over the last 10 years. I mean, this is one of the big dangers, you know, and, and I've fallen in this trap too. You just, you end up looking, you just, you're perusing and you're like, man, all these people are going on vacation and they're just doing something that I'm not, what am, what are they doing that I'm not? And I, you know, I must not be doing something right if they can do all that. 
when you're not even really stopping to think, do you even want to do that? Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And I'll give you a perfect example. Like me, I'm not like a big Disney World person anymore. Ryan, you know, I mean, we we were lucky enough as kids to go a lot. Our parents, that was kind of like our one big vacation. And maybe that's part of the reason why I'm not a big fan of it. But just any theme parks in general, like I hate waiting in line. I, I just, it's not my thing. So when I see people celebrating that they went to Disney World, it's like, I just, now I, I but, but many years ago, I didn't. Many years ago, I was like, oh, that must have been really fun. Even though I didn't really care for it all that much, but it was that image that you were putting out there that you're successful because you get to go on an expensive Disney World trip. But now, now I don't think about that anymore. It's like, nope, it's good for you. It looks great for my house. <laughs> <laughs> And we love Disney. See, so <laughs> right. I think that, but I think that's a great example. Like, it's just like, if I, if you were to look at my life, it's just, it's just, we're two, it's just two different visions. Like if we could go to Disney world, potentially every other year, debt-free moving forward, we would, that would be, that's like a goal of ours is to aim to be able to go there when we want to, where you, you look at that and you're like, no interest. I do have to, I do have to go through a couple more trips of that. Cause I've got a, a daughter now. So okay. <laughs> it's going to be one of those ones where I'm just going to have to swallow my pride and keep my opinion to myself and just put a smile on my face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so up next, we also want to talk about that. You got to get to the point where you stop comparing yourself to other people. And, you know, we see this a lot just in our groups. We see it a lot in roots, but you know, even on your success and getting out of debt, you know, like if, if someone builds their emergency fund quicker than the next, or if someone pays off uh, a massive amount of debt and the other person hasn't been able to, there's been coaching calls and things that I've done with people where they say, why am I not able to get the same results that those people are getting? Or maybe you are, maybe it's just that the amounts are just different. We all come to the table with different mountains to climb, different incomes, different opportunities, you know, spouses and partners that work or don't work. I mean, there's so many variables to it and you are shooting yourself in the foot by sitting on Facebook and being a part of uh, any of these groups and, and looking at people and saying, oh, well, I'm not as good as them because you really don't know the situation. You don't know what types of things that they have in place that it's helping them get those types of results. This is, I mean, this is a danger for me or was a danger for me is, is just that in it, in right now, and I've said this on a couple of podcasts, I'm in a workout program right now and that you need to do the same thing, right? It's like lose 15 pounds in three weeks. And I'm like, well, why haven't I lost 15 pounds? Yeah. I mean, this isn't fair. <laughs> you told me I could, you know? And so you, you do kind of suffer from that comparison. Um, but you just got to figure out your own self and your own, you know, especially when it comes to personal finances, people, have different income levels. There's all different debt levels. I paid off $160,000. So if you looked at that, and if you know, you can't look at my situation and yours and say, this is similar. Um, it could be, but it could be vastly different. And then also people's incomes, which, you know, you kind of look at if they've got a bigger chunk to throw down, but a larger debt, it's almost the same amount. You know, it's a smaller, you might be paying smaller amount, but you're almost paying the same percentage because of how much debt they might have. Yeah. Yeah. We, and we see this all the time when we share uh, success stories all the time. And some of the success stories that we share, the numbers are, are just staggering. They're unbelievable almost when you see them, but they're real and we'll post them on social media. And of course, some people from the public, they just doubt immediately. You know, so, you know, you, the idea you want to have the, you want to change your mindset instead of doubting how somebody did it instead, ask, how did they do it? 
And you may not get the same exact results as far as a number, but that doesn't mean you can't apply the same types of principles and things that they were using to help them get some of those really great results. All right, we're going to come back and share a couple more tips with you guys here after the commercial break. Hey, many people I work with want to get out of debt. And many of them are also looking for ways to rid themselves of financial stress and finally being able to get to the point where they can start saving some money. Wouldn't that be fantastic? That's why I created this free course, 10 Easy Money Saving Ideas That You Can Start Today. Literally, you can start using these tips today. And when you join, you're going to get a free downloadable PDF guide that walks you through all the tips. Not only that, but we're also going to give you 10 video lessons that walk you through every single tip in more detail. Also, we're going to give you some action items that you can start to begin to make some changes that are going to help you save more money and fill up that piggy bank. So head on over to therealdebtfreedad.com, click on tools and courses in the menu, and get free access to this course today. Hey guys, we are back and today we are talking about determining your success and how that lines up with your personal finances. So Ryan, I'm going to let you take this one over on this next tip. You have start pruning and you've got someone's name here. Why don't you talk a little bit about what this idea is about? Yeah. yeah. So I went to a a leadership seminar. Uh, It's been a few weeks ago now. And uh, there was a gentleman, uh, Dr. Henry Cloud, and he kind of had this idea of pruning. Um, now, his kind of idea of pruning was more s- set up in a business sense of like uh, kind of going in and cutting out things that aren't necessary, you know, to kind of help grow your business. But it kind of just got me thinking a lot about how that applies personally as well. And during my journey, um, he kind of had this example of winemakers prune their vineyards for the future. Um but they're not pruning it for like next year's crop or the, the crop after, but they're pruning it for like the long-term health of the vineyard for 10, 20 years of growth. So when they're pruning, they're not thinking about next year. They're thinking about what's this going to look like in five years or 10 years. And so um, it just kind of got me thinking a lot, like, and I don't know how the both of you felt, but as I kind of started going through our debt-free journey, we kind of started pruning. We started pruning like, you know, doing our, doing our budget, but then what are all those kind of things we started kind of kicking out of our life in a way, like kind of like this idea of success, getting off social media, um, me stop, you know, uh, watching certain shows, some friends, uh, we've had to, we, we lost along the way as much as I would love to say, not to say that if we see them, we don't say hi and we're all nice, but, um, they didn't share that vision. They didn't share that idea. Um, and, I'm not saying you got to get rid of those people, but you've got to surround yourself with people that are going to help you. And so figuring out what doesn't work and how that affects your future. Like if you're going to keep, so say you've got someone that wants to go to dinner, they're always calling you, Hey, we want to go to dinner, 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 dinner. And you can't say no to that. You've got to figure out a way to kind of prune that out of your life because it's going to keep, keep sabotaging you. Or if you're a sucker for late night, infomercials, you got to stop watching it. (laughs) Um, So it's just, what are all those different things? And I don't know if either of you have had those, you know, through your journey. 
Well, I mentioned it in the past uh, on past podcasts that I had to get rid of, you know, the different buy and sell groups, the different um, ads in my email. I had to, you know, unsubscribe, but also the newer and bigger and better. That idea of always having to have new or better than somebody else or the newest phone. Um, and it just kind of being okay with having an old edition is kind of what we I did a little bit to to prune out <laughs> to make a better success for later. Yeah, I think this goes back to really spending some time on yourself for me. I think, I, I mean, obviously I could sit here and, and talk about all the things that I cut out from a financial standpoint to help us get out of debt faster, uh, which definitely would be a, a great show in itself, like talking about all the different sacrifices and things that we've made. But I think for me, it was more of the big priorities that I ended up realizing weren't priorities at all. And those priorities were costing me money. Uh, for instance, I was always, a you know, Always had to have a really nice lawn and perfectly landscaped grass and no weeds. And I can't imagine how much time I spent on doing some of that stuff. And and there's nothing wrong with it. Some people like really like to do it. But when I actually really started thinking about it, it's like, I don't really love this. Like, I know I got to do it because it's just part of being an adult and it's yard work. But at the same time, it's like I'm not winning any landscaping awards here. <laughs> you know, why, why am I spending so much time caring about this? And it all went back to putting out that image of impressing other people, right? It wasn't for me, it was for other people. And when when I actually started realizing it, it's like, why am I spending time on this? So now my grass has a little bit more dandelions in it right now. <laughs> it's got a few <laughs> extra weeds here and there. Now, again, it doesn't look trashy. It's not bad. It's taken care of. But by all means, it's not perfect like it used to be. But I can tell you what is pretty darn good now are my finances. It's my relationship. Is my family life. It's It's... Focusing on the things that are most important to me, running this business. I'm way more passionate about this than my darn lawn. So I think for me, you know, when it came when it comes to this topic of pruning, it, it was more for priorities, I think. And and a lot of my priorities were just mixed up, I think. And I didn't really figure that all out until I took some time to really kind of determine what it is that I want. And then immediately those priorities changed. Ryan, you brought up friends and, and family. This is a big one for us. I mean, even still to this day, living the lifestyle that we're living. Uh, doing what we do, it's hard. It is. It's hard. Being an entrepreneur is a very lonely place to be because it's hard to find other people who have that same passion and drive and want to be different and want to not follow the herd and the crowd. And it, it's tough to find people out there that can relate to that. If people hear it and they're like, I don't want to be friends with you. You're kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, but that's one of the reasons why me and my wife have such a great relationship because the two of us, we we get that. We we both have the same vision of what we want our lives to be. So we are our own best friends in a way. Um, not that whole cliche, like my wife's my best friend, right? But but it is for real. And uh, so that that for us has been has been more challenging because it's hard to find people out there that can relate to you with some of those different things. And and we did have to cut some of those people out because we knew that those were causing some issues. Yeah, absolutely. I I think that's that's probably the hardest part that we've learned through this whole thing, you know, is um just surrounding yourself with the right people. And and that is hard. You got to get comfortable with being the strange one. I mean, it's Yep. You're going to be doing you're doing what very few people in this world do. And so you're going to be strange. Yeah. <laughs> uh next tip we want to talk about is Hey, if you want to get your priorities straight and you really want to reach whatever success looks like to you, 
your personal finances have got to become a priority. Like it's just got to happen. I, I, I told, I've told this podcast plenty of other times. One, one of the biggest goals that I ever had was opening my own business. I didn't know it was going to be this, but I wanted to overrun my own business. I did not want to work for somebody the rest of my life. And in fact, now that I've worked for myself, I never want to go back to working for somebody ever again. So for me, in order to realize that dream, I had to get my finances under control. I had to figure this stuff out, not only from a personal finance standpoint, but if I wanted to run a successful business, I had to be able to manage cash flow. I had to be able to understand spending and making profit and all of those types of things. So getting out of debt, getting on a plan with your personal finances, doing a lot of things that we're talking about on the show are going to be critical to your overall success. And, and I think this, you know, when you talk about doing your own business, you know, that might not resonate with you, but what might resonate with you is, there's just another field that you'd rather be in. You know, you might like what you do, but you're doing it to pay the bills you have. You're not doing it because you love it. You're not getting up Monday and you're just ready to go. And you're not, you know, you're happy it's Friday and you're dreading it's Monday. And if that's your life, like you can change that, but you can't be attached to all the bills and all the stuff and trying to impress everybody. If you can get rid of that, that's where you can find maybe some of that success that you're looking for. My, my husband decided to take a demotion, <laughs> go back to an old position because we, we just had the opportunity to do that. And we were financially stable for him to be able to do that. So same kind of thing that Ryan was saying, I, you know, I'm, I'm my own business. I own my own business. Um, I'm same with Brad. Love it. Would never go work for anybody else. But my husband loves what he does. And he was so much happier doing what he does now than just being in an office. So it just gives you more opportunities. Yeah, absolutely. And, and Ryan, you got that point right here. You can't take risks with a bunch of debt. And that's so true. You can't make different choices with a bunch of debt either. And that's what a lot of people tend to forget about. It's 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 that secondary, it's almost a secondary expense to going into debt. It's an expense that you're paying as a lack of choice and a lack of opportunity because you went into debt today for something you couldn't afford. And you've got to change that mindset. Things aren't going to stay. Today, it's crazy, guys. I had to go drop my truck off to get some repairs done and I'm out there and right now we're doing this whole COVID-19 thing and they've got an advertisement out there for uh, 0% for 84 months on a car and then they're given four months free. So when you do the math, that's like 88 months. That's almost eight years in a car and I'm thinking over the last, even before thinking about the car and all the depreciation and the stuff that we talk about in this show, I'm thinking to myself over eight years, how much changes in my life how many changes have I made in the last eight years? It's like, then we wonder why this debt stuff doesn't work along the way because life changes, things come up, different choices and opportunities are, are, are going to approach you. And if all you have are these payments that you've signed up for over the years, it's it's so hard to make a different choice. Take some time, think about what success means to you, write it down, start working on yourself and start, You're gonna. I know you're gonna start seeing how, your money and your personal finances are going to play a huge role in whether or not you're going to experience that success or you're going to regret never experiencing it because you're only living with just a bunch of payments and debt. Hey, hey, what's this I see? I thought this was a party. Let's Guys, that sound means it's time for the celebrations of the show. Our first celebration is Nathan Griffiths. The month of May has been great. Savings $1,200. Total towards debt, 
$1,795. He says, the biggest win for me, though, really, was finally paying all the stuff in cash, like Mother's Day dinner and the $100 suspension repair to their car, paid for with cash. Those are huge wins. Congratulations to you. And Katie Hulls officially have my emergency fund started making my summer budget, began collecting things in my house to sell and made a meal menu to cut back on food waste that is basically tossing money in the garbage. I have not felt this stress free when it comes to my money ever. And I'm just getting started. That is awesome. What a great testimonial. That's amazing. Uh, Bristol Doxy decided to try budgeting per paycheck. This period, I stuck to this new budget plan and I'm ready to pay off my smallest debt in full and still save to fully fund the emergency fund and add to goal envelopes. I think that's a great example of just kind of what we talked about today, kind of finding your own success. You know, when it comes to money and debt, there is no like you got to follow this exactly. And if this works for her, then awesome. That's great. Yep, totally agree. Heather Whitworth paid my Target card off, paid $1,309 towards another credit card. Those are some huge wins. Way to go, Heather. Aaron Porter, we are implementing the debt freedom to other things in life and purging through all our stuff and got rid of over half of it. Less clothes, less stuff, less stress. Yeah, right there. I mean, again, another one that goes right along with a lot of the stuff that we're talking about here today. And Aaron and her family have been doing this now since July, coming up on a year now. And it's been a journey for them. And they've just continued to keep making these big changes. That's great for them. I love that. Then we got Brandon Belger. Uh, June budget is done. And I have a plan to pay off some debt next month. Awesome, awesome job. Yeah, awesome job, Brandon. Congratulations to all of you who are working so hard. It really, really is inspiring, not only to us, but I know to other people who are listening to this show and uh, you guys are giving them hope and encouragement that they can do some of this stuff too. So thanks for hanging out with us today. We love your feedback, and it also helps us grow our podcast. Please leave us an honest review in Apple Podcasts. We read every single one of those. And as you know, the Debt-Free Dad podcast is here to help you live a happier and stress-free financial life. And if you know someone who could benefit from our show, please give us a share. We appreciate you, and we will see you on an upcoming episode of the show. See you later. Thanks for listening to the Debt-Free Dad Podcast. For more free resources to kick debt and financial stress, head over to therealdebtfreedad.com.